This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. She didn't hear you. What? She doesn't have to do anything. Oh, yeah. you don't have that at all? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't she have to do anything? <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was Orson Welles for a while there. <laughs> <laughs> do anything? I love that. Not yet. <laughs> Welcome to the family with special guest, Uncle Timmy. Hey, happy to be here. It's great to have you. <laughs> oh, it's always fun. Always a blast. Indeed. Brandon's not talking. And I'm Brandon. Yeah, hi. Oh, you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> JB. Andy Bernard, And Cassie Schrader. We'll kick things off in a couple minutes. Tim Slagle in studio. He's at Acme tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows each night right back with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road, if you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
Tim Slagle in the studio tonight, tomorrow night, two shows at Acme. JB, little heads up for you. What's that? Single man that you are. Adele's getting divorced. Uh-oh. Yes. She does absolutely nothing for me. So. <laughs> okay, let, me try it. let me try again. Uh, a woman who's worth $185 million is getting divorced. You'd be rolling deep in that. Adele oh. would do nothing for me. I don't, I've never got the big hype. Everyone On thinks she's Adele? Like, yeah. She's a great singer. Yeah. Man. yeah. No. <laughs> she's all right. <laughs> I saw her once in, in person. She was at the uh, XL Energy Center, drew like 20,000 people. She was drinking on stage the whole time. Wow, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> she's a very pretty woman. You don't think she's pretty at all? Really? I do. A hundred million dollars can buy a lot of makeup. A lot of makeup, baby. <laughs> That's the thing about celebrities is you never know if you're looking at a face or are you looking at like a two-inch thick layer of artificial face. Deep layers. Yeah, kind of like those Mission Impossible masks. Exactly. <laughs> God, I you put the show. crap on your yeah, and then it molds your face into someone else's. They've got that technology basically in Hollywood. Did yeah. we ever learn how the tapes that they would listen to every week would self-destruct? Because all of a sudden they just burst into flames. It's like, oh, what is that? How did that happen? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, I missed that last word. Let me re <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that didn't Too work. Too late. Too late. You're, you're on fire, and that's just how it is. So we're on a roll now with Chicagoans today, which is a good thing for me. Mm-hmm. Now, Rocky wanted to... Rocky said, "Wasn't isn't Tim from Milwaukee originally? Well, you're from Wisconsin originally, aren't you?" No, no, I'm not. I'm actually from uh, Michigan. Which yeah, oh, that's right, it's, Michigan. It's, it's kind of it's kind of like Wisconsin <laughs> with, an, with an upper peninsula. Yeah. But other than that, again. yeah, yeah, the upper peninsula is indistinguishable from Wisconsin. They they even they even follow the Packers there. They do. Yeah, yeah. They they they, they talk. They talk Wisconsin. They they drink Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't think they bowl Wisconsin though. No, not cheese. They don't cheese Wisconsin either. <laughs> yeah, they don't cheese Wisconsin. <laughs> Jeff Daniels is from the UP, isn't he? I think I think that's where Jeff yeah. Daniels is from. Yeah, he was. So. Yep, yep. The hell of a good guy. You know, it all works out in the end. So yeah, he Rocky's a big fan of yours. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, I did not know that. I, you didn't? I, no, I did not know that. I, he's a he's a buddy. He, I, I didn't know he's a fan. Oh yeah, he is. comics usually don't don't. Aren't fans of each other? Well, that's <laughs> I, I suppose maybe it's a, he admires your work. How oh, about okay. that? I okay. Like your stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh, I wish I wrote that. That's like a huge. <laughs> yeah. Com- yeah, yeah. That's like the biggest compliment you can get. I wish I wrote that. You know, I I, I always love it when you're in studio because we had, we we generally talk about the the current um, shape of comedy. Oh man. Because it changes on a weekly basis now. Yeah. That's not funny. Yeah, actually, uh-huh. it's really funny. But it's you're a, a sugar tit, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I lying? Are people laughing? Yes. Then it's funny. That's they shouldn't funny. be laughing. No, you shouldn't be here. Just yeah. mm, go, go away. Go away. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Uh, did a did a huge favor for comedy. He uh, the, the the envelope was closing, and yeah. he stretched it out for all yeah, every comic in America. He uh, yep pushed it out just a little bit more. And so, uh, as a you know, because you you've been writing for God forever as well. Yeah. Um, 
Why do people let words offend them so deeply? Who gives a rat's ass if you don't know someone? They call me any name in a book. I don't care. Because he who controls the language controls the people. Yep. But that's not controlling a language. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, oh, it absolutely is. Oh, you mean, you mean at the very upper end of the whole deal? Like, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Call everyone a racist. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. disgusting. It's it's like well you know I I think I think maybe governments are too government benefits are too generous well it's because you're racist <laughs> you're an no it's no it's because I'm sick of paying taxes okay <laughs> oh Tim Slagle's in I get to tell you this so uh, it's tax time uh-huh. okay so I did my tax return stuff today the feds are all paid up they're ready to go the state of Minnesota I owe them ten dollars. And they're going to take it out of my checking account. Ten dollars. <laughs> you know how much money I've sent into the state over the past. Yeah, you know, yeah but it's ten Minnesota dollars. Ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's ten dollars. It's. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if it's five, if it's five hundred or ten. <laughs> it's money's you, money. You owe us and pay up. Uh, ten dollars. And good. they actually went into your checking account and took it. Yes. They. Wow. Yeah. They were so upset that I owed them nothing and they owed me nothing this year. Oh, yeah. They found an old parking ticket, too. There you go. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. They found $10. Gotcha. <laughs> and it was like, it wasn't even my parking ticket. It was my kid's parking oh, ticket. God. So oh, I was man. like, well, just like. It was, it, was, uh, it was your property's parking ticket. Right. Wasn't yeah. I was like, I never had a car with this license plate before. And then I realized the car that. I sold to my son for 500 bucks. He never took and changed my name off of it as I told Smart him to. Smart kid. <laughs> 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 That's his dad's why, problem. Why didn't you change it? Well, somebody told me if I don't change the registration, I got free parking forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some snowstorm in the city of Richfield, and he didn't move the car in time. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's it's it spendy one, too. Yeah, it, well, with all the fees and whatnot, it wound up to be like $86. I was <laughs> like... Oh, it was 86 bucks? Yeah. And I'm not going to bitch about the 10 anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you have to pay for the impound fee, too. Isn't that separate? Well, they didn't. Well, they actually didn't get them. They didn't uh, tow them. They just oh, gave, gave them a okay. ticket. You know what? There, there's something really wrong with a government that sends out the, uh, the, the meter maids before the snow plows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, that's oh, that's not what we're paying for government services <laughs> Those for. Those poor meter maids are walking around snowshoes okay, trying to get around. So property taxes initially were for what purpose? Why do we pay property taxes? Schools. So it's generally for schools. Schools and Usually. infrastructure. So cleaning the streets right. and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I always looked at it as rent. Because <laughs> you're renting your property from the government. You don't. Keep you don't the really. Lights don't, on and stuff. Yeah, you don't really buy the property. You yeah, you, yeah. you you buy the uh, opportunity to rent from <laughs> the county. Well, let me just point something out to you. My property taxes are not low. We don't have a high school in Golden Valley. I don't have any street lights on my street. <laughs> Uh, have to shovel your own sidewalk. I, no, I have to hire somebody to do it. The HOA. No, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> the HOA pays for which I pay for that too. Yeah, another level of government. Uh, the street that I live on is actually a driveway because I'm, 
it goes all the way back to my house, and nobody nobody's supposed to be able to go past the bridge, but they you know walk and stuff. Just the headless horseman. The headless horseman. <laughs> but so I am basically paying for nothing. I, I'm not getting any of those benefits. Who owns the bridge? Uh, my the neighbors. We I have five. H O H O A owns the bridge. Yeah. So so if your bridge goes out, you've got to go and plead <clears throat> with your neighbors to fix your bridge. Uh, we have to pay for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's, but it's not yours. It's not mine. No. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's, exactly kinda, right. that's kinda wrong. I gotta fix it to get to my house, but uh, uh, but it's not mine. But it's not mine. I can't. I can't put a toll gate there. Pretty much the deal. Huh. You will like this though, because you and I have talked about this over the years about how I'm supposed to be so horrible and the worst human being on earth, as far as the the press in this town's concerned, and all that. It's not just the press, but yeah, go ahead. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing is, I'm, I'm sexist. I'm homophobic, and I'm racist. Huh. They, they literally call me that in the paper at least once or twice a year, right? Huh. On my block, there's one block. The houses are owned by a single woman. Next house is a gay man. Next house is a gay man. Next house is a single woman. And the final house right in front of my house is a family from India. So if I really was sexist, homophobic, and racist, why would I live there? I'm the only straight white guy in the block. Hey, you're the well, I am. You're I'm the, not making that up. You're the minority. I'm the minority. That's exactly right. I used to do. I used to do a bit about uh, uh, tech support, and uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, hello, my name is Josh. Uh, you, you know, it, it's and uh, I used to do that funny tech support guy voice with it. <laughs> And I, I realized uh, with the silence I was getting, I'm not supposed to do that funny tech support voice. Mm-hmm. And I asked somebody, I go, what's wrong? And he goes, well, uh, it's because it's you don't look like him. I go, well, how do you know that? He's on the phone. You don't look like him. <laughs> His what name is Josh, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, so either he looks like me or somebody's culturally appropriating no. that tech support. Possibly. <laughs> that always happens. Every time I call tech support, and usually they outsource to like India or something. So they have thick accents, but he's like, "Yeah, my name is Bill." My name is Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Thomas. By coincidence, my name is Thomas as well. Yeah. And I actually had a guy on tech support say, "My name is Thomas as well. I want to remind you that we have uh, uh, we are available to you twenty four times (laughs) seven. Not twenty four seven, but twenty four times seven. That's a lot. So." I can uh, call anytime so, I want. So you're reading a script, aren't you? My name is Thomas. <laughs> well. my name is, your name is Thomas. Well, so's mine. <laughs> oh, God. Can you sound what? effects? What is that? SFX? SFX. Oh, God. <laughs> Tony Lee was on the show, morning show forever. Very, very funny guy. Love the guy. But just to be a pain in the ass, uh, Dan Colhane was the co-host. Just a great guy. Really, really nice man. But Tony wanted to poke the bear because Dan would not pre-read his copy, so he just read it, read it, uh-huh. just you know, rip and read. <laughs> so I don't even remember what the commercial was for. I think it was for dog food yeah, or something. Yeah, dog wasn't food. It? Oh yes, it goes, and it's a great thing to get. Go get it today. SFX dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> at the very end, apparently he didn't learn his lesson because at the very end it said, "Die aliens, die." <laughs> Actually, it wasn't him that read the SFX dog bark. It was somebody else, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Ooh. 
<laughs> it all works out in the end. That's all I know. So let's get back. Let's get back to living in the world of comedy. Is it getting better? Is it changing at all? I mean, people are just so damn touchy about everything now. No, I think it's. I, I think. I, I, I don't know. It's. I think we. I think maybe we we reached the crest. Crest and is going to start to recede at this God, point right. so. with that with that with that Chappelle special. Well, and so. actually, two people before Chappelle were uh, Gervais. Ricky Gervais yeah. did. Yeah, he did. Too. And uh, Jim Jeffries. And Bill Burr uh, somewhat as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started attacking all the sensitivities and whatnot, oh, and people ridiculous. being over. Overly sensitive and right because right, but they were. They, yeah, I'm sorry. No, he was just saying with Jim Jeffries, he did a bit on gun control, and he said, "Oh, the amount of people that just came after him on gun control." Yeah, you know, and he just, you know, it's like, you know, people are just spouting facts here. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, it's gonna just, be fine. But the thing with Chappelle that's different is he's huge. I mean, this right. is this is yeah. this is yeah. national news. This is coast to coast. Yep. Everybody's talking about it. Jim Jeffries, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, they kind of they kind of stretched it a little bit, but they mm-hmm. didn't. They didn't mark it. They didn't mark it with a flag like Chappelle did. Boy, did he get hammered for that? Yeah. I, I, when Which, I watched right. it, though, I found myself cheering him on more yeah. than actually laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he said it. Yeah. yeah. You know? What's, what's going to be really good? Is uh, uh, the next special when he actually talks about what happened after the last one? Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Each special is just a recursive, right? It's about the previous special. Yeah, because he talks about having a banana. Wait a second, Chappelle's calling Timmy. <laughs> leave, leave me out of it. I'm getting nothing but shit. Stop talking about me. Oh, God. Uh, heck no, I don't mind riding on coattails. <laughs> Those are good coattails. You're going to ride coattails. Those are good ones. There's no doubt about that. I, I, I tell you, I remember watching his TV show, and then all of a sudden he, he just left, and he was gone for, what, a couple of years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah. Because his mother yeah. died or something. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm trying to think if I, if, if I can say. I, I, I talked to someone who, who claimed to be in the know. Oh, okay. And w- what he said... Uh, and like I said, this is just completely hearsay, but it seems logical. Is that he walked away, and it was fifty million dollars. Right. He right. Walked 50 away. Million, yeah. That's uh, that yeah. is boy. I don't, I don't have that kind of balls. You and me both, <laughs> Timmy and Tommy, don't have those, those rocks. Oh man, fifty million dollars. Yep. It reminds me of I don't know if you saw the Ricky Gervais show Extras. Mm, yeah, oh, there, I there, love there's, that there's a scene. There's a scene where he's talking to his agent, and he goes, "Okay, look." Uh, you can be uh, very well respected, or you can be rich and famous. Occasionally, uh, somebody can be both. You're not that person. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me, what do you want? Widely respected or rich and famous? He's a, rich and famous. Yeah, <laughs> and the next scene, he's go. on Big Brother. I <laughs> When Ricky Gervais walks out of his office and Steve Merchant is sitting at the desk and he's got his hand under the desk <laughs> and he looks down, he's got one of those pens. If you turn it upside yeah. down, the woman's sweatshirt <laughs> falls off. He goes, are you tossing one off to a pen? <laughs> we'll be right back. More with Tim Slagle. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand 
the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never like you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Money has died. He died this morning at the age of 70 from stage four esophageal cancer, which when it's stage four, you got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And drinking. Well, he could have a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) There is that. I thought he stopped that. I thought he... uh... That's what everybody thought. Oh, wow. Well, Great well once you got the cancer, it's, you know, stopping's oh, sure. not going to help you. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's what Sinatra, I think, when it, like on his 70th birthday, he started smoking and drinking again. He's going, hey, you know, what, at this what point, what's the matter? Actually, it's <laughs> yeah. weird, though, but I, I guess a lot of alcoholics, you have a high risk of esophageal yep. cancer yeah. with alcohol yeah. versus it smoking. Because lining and all that? I think so. Yeah. Well, I guess a diet wild cherry Pepsi's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he, uh, yeah, he had like one leg was all messed up because he, he passed out on it, right? Yep. For 24 hours. Wow. Did not Fuck. move for 24 hours. It cut the blood supply off and killed the leg, basically. Oh, wow. Can you imagine waking up after that? Yeah, yeah. what have I can't move my leg. Just realizing your leg is dead and it's because you got high. I think that would be a wake up call. But... Yeah, you'd think. Too bad. What are you going to do? Such Man, is he was, life. He was diagnosed in August 24th. Huh. So August twenty fourth. So yeah. we lived three weeks. Uh, oh boy! Yeah, about that. Hmm. That was quick. Well, yeah. I mean, All right? Make us laugh, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. So, so two Clearly. tickets to paradise. What else? What else did he have? What, what, oh, take me home stuff. tonight. Okay. Okay. A lot of stuff. Shaken. Ooh, I love shaking. Yeah. Great yeah. song. A lot yeah. of hits. Former huh. New York cop, you know. Yeah, I, that, yeah. That, that I knew. That's why. That's you know. That's why you could drink. Because he was a no, former no, New York no, cop. No one can drink like cops. Well, there is firefighters. You've seen some stuff. And priests. Oh, well, that's true, because firefighters have three days off. Oh, God, Not yeah. leaving the station house. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, baby. 
It's a good thing I wasn't a cop or a firefighter. I would not be alive still. That's probably true. Priests drink heavy, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The ones well, sure. did. Well, sure, what else they got? Well, like you know? fighting the devil takes it out of them. <laughs> I don't really understand. Why is it the Catholic priests and nuns can't be married? What? What's the? They're married to they're Jesus? They're married to God, yeah. yeah. So who's the yeah. priest married to? Well, they just devote their life to God. We could be that and, you know, get a little trim once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, mm. It was always my it was always my guess is that sometime in the Middle Ages when they came up with this rule, yeah. they said we've got this problem because we got women that tend to like women and we got guys that oh, tend to like guys. Oh, there you go. And we don't know what to do with them. And said, Well, you do great if they're not getting married and gonna replenish the church. Yeah. We'll make we'll make or we'll ordain them. That's really what go. it was all about is having as many kids as you can. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone has kids and the and ones if you don't that, have kids then you're not Right, right. In the day, in the day before the invention of the turkey baster, there was absolutely no way. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus! (laughs) How far do you have to put it up there? (laughs) Like I know. Well, it's your turkey baster idea. Oh heck, no! If I want to have kids that way, I'm just going to get a job as a night janitor at a sperm bank. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's an easy way to have hundreds of kids. I just love that whole thing. Uh, remember Richard Pryor's deal about urine samples and sperm samples and all that? He said, if I was my job, I'd have to put on that whole diving bell off and go, I'm going in to get the piss. <laughs> Gotta touch your urine sample or your sperm sample. He wouldn't do that, man. I, uh, I, yeah, I, I had a buddy that had a, had a part-time gig for a while of driving samples from the, from the clinics to the lab. Sample with sperm samples? Uh, it, everything. Or urine samples? Oh, just everything. It, it's, yeah, it's like, well, what do you, you guys have my part time job. I go, well, what do you do? He goes, uh, I deliver pee and poop. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I pick up a load job. of pee and poop and then take it to the lab. You're not going to lose your job anytime soon. I mean, no, no they're not going to get fired from that job. Well, actually, I think I think a lot of labs just do. I mean, a lot of clinics just do the. I mean, the the the, the equipment so so affordable now. I think a lot of clinics do the testing right right on yeah, site. Yeah, I think that's true. Well, what about this poop in the box thing? I notice those commercials aren't running so much anymore. Really? That, what's it called? Colagard. Co- Colagard. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I've seen it recently. Oh, have I'm, you? Mm-hmm. I'm due for a poop in the box. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Might have got a little, got a little cancer. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. Uh, um, it, it's I had I had a polyp on the my last colonoscopy, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, and I said, well, when do I have to have another one? He goes, eh, don't worry about it. Just <laughs> six years, seven years. What yeah. was it? Six years since your last one. So yeah, rather than rather than do that every year, I I'll, I'll poop in a box. I haven't done it yet. Okay, <laughs> insider information all the way here, right? Uh, about what do you have to start doing? You start doing when you're like fifty or something. Yeah. Like that, I think. Yeah. 55, is that what it is? Okay. Actually, they um, recommend earlier in men of African descent, 40. 40? Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Wow. But anyway, I... How I, many have you had? One. <laughs> I had, I've had I, like four, so hey. Wow. I had my first at 47. Wow. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. So everything's okay, though? Well, they told me at... You know, I'm 57 now. They told me to come back in 10 years. There you go. So it's time to get back and poop, man, or whatever. Well, that is. I just had a physical exam, and some of that they can tell from your just blood tests now. Well, no, you got to poop in a box. <laughs> you got to poop, yeah. Got to poop. Um, so 
on whenever that was, I'm in. I'm going in to get the colonoscopy done, uh-huh. which I don't mind that all that stuff. It's the fact that you literally have to fart for about two days afterward because they fill you up with air. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They fill you up with yep. air. You're just a balloon. Yep. So you let air yep. out. <laughs> Honestly, God. But so he just about he's inserting the the camera. Yeah. He said, do you, "Do you mind?" Did you see the camera before you went out, or were you were you awake the whole time? I don't take drugs to do it. Oh wow! I don't. I don't have any. I don't oh. take. I don't even take drugs to get my teeth worked on, oh, which I guess is really unusual. Yeah, I was awake for mine too. Were you he too? just gave me a little bit of fentanyl, I think, and something. No, pretty it's strong stuff. Yeah, yeah, just a little, like just a little, little, just a little bit of fentanyl. No, bit of fentanyl. And it was like they gave me like all of a sudden it, it was like a hard rush of like Nyquil. But oh, I was yeah. awake the whole time. They call time. it twilight sedation. Yeah. yeah I don't, I didn't, that's I don't usually what they do for you. Yeah, I don't have anything. And I saw my colon on TV. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so cool. And so, yeah, puffy pink. Mine <laughs> was very inflamed. So I'm, it's, uh, I, I went in there and I saw that device just sitting there on the yeah, table and yeah. it just looked like a robot arm or looked like a, <laughs> just some, from some creepy alien yeah, film just good. sitting there on the sitting there on the table. I go, first, yeah, knock, knock me out. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're going to do with that I thing. I understand. Absolutely. So I'm on the table. You know, I'm. You're not wearing anything other than a hospital gown. Sure. He's about to insert. I'm laying on my side. And he goes, would you mind something? I said, well, it all depends. What? They said, there are a few nurses that are huge fans of yours. Would you mind saying hello? And I'm like, not right now, now, please. I'm like, now? And he goes, yeah. Do you mind? I go, no, that's fine. The entire time I was getting a colonoscopy, I was doing an interview with Listen. <laughs> the whole time. It was, I mean, it was fun. They were really, oh my gosh, oh, like, it's li- so cool to me. I can't believe you're here. Minnesota's like, Katie Couric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I'm like, Katie Couric. Should have brought the equipment in there and actually <laughs> they done, were a, very nice. done a I show. Mean, very, very nice people. But it, I, And I thought, did, does this happen very often? He goes, no, no, this is the only time I've ever seen this happen. I'm like, huh. I suppose. But I would imagine if you're really famous, people would brought it, you know, like sure. if you're Frank Sinatra or somebody <laughs> want to see what's going on in the colonoscopy room. Yeah, you think I can make some pretty music? Wait till you hear this. <laughs> okay, check this out. You would think that the technology would be there now. You wouldn't have to do that anymore. You poop in a box. <laughs> yeah. But well, I guess... there is there an option that you can take a pill that has a camera in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I actually did do that once, but I'm pretty sure the it's just way more expensive. So the, 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 I think that's just upper GI, though. I don't I don't know if they can. You think it's dissolved by the time it gets? That's no, no. I think it's I think it's blinded by the time it gets down there. Oh, it is. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. the poop lens. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's going to be yeah. It's going to be inside. It's going to be surrounded by 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 brown matter by the time it. Yeah, uh, that's not good. I suppose that's it, not By the time it comes thing. out, but it's yeah. It's uh, uh is my mom had one, and it was it was just a pill. She just swallowed the camera. And it was really, really yeah. It was really weird because it was actually had a flash on it. it was a, it was, this was an earlier? They actually had a flash. The really? camera wasn't sensitive enough. Yeah, so so you would actually see her chest. You would actually see the light. Oh it was my like God. it was like this weird. That'd be a little eerie. You could see it all the way down, flashing like every every five seconds. I don't know if I care for that. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, now I I just had a, like two friends in the last six months that pooped in a box and they both got false positives that's not good man that's uh, those are the, those percentages are not very good when they're no. wrong twice no so no. basically it's, get back to us in two weeks oh so i have to have ass cancer for two weeks until <laughs> yeah. i find if i don't right 
<laughs> like, what? Huh. That's none for me. Plus, I don't like their logo anyway. It's annoying. <laughs> that little talking CP or whatever it is. <laughs> that little puppet they got. It's yeah. got little oh, puppety it's a, arms. Yeah, it's a box with the letter CP on it. Yeah, yeah, a box with a big wide mouth going, poop here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. No, great weekend I got coming up because of that. <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate it. So, you know, it, uh, it all works out in the end, and uh, life is grand. In the end, yes, it works out in the end. That'll be the end of that right there. But I don't know. So, are you spending a lot of time on the road now? No, not so much. It's uh, it's nice now when I go when the stage of my career that I just have to go in for like you know one show a week rather than really rather than the full weeks. Yeah, well, that's it, pretty good. It's it's good and bad. It's it's I don't get as much time on stage. You I know, love the time on stage yeah. to work on my act, work on new stuff. You know, Acme is is fantastic. I got I get seven shows, seven shows to that put in the new bits and actually make them make, square them away, and then take the crash and burn bits that I wrote and fit them yeah. into my act. Yeah. It's uh yeah, great opportunity. And uh Lewis doesn't mind if I bomb and that's delightful. When do you do <laughs> bomb? Oh, I've had a few. They uh they, they they have escape rooms there now in the building along mm-hmm. with the uh, What? Yeah. Yeah, because they couldn't they couldn't get Is that my old office? Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go hide here and see what else Tom left Yeah, this is, a, this is a Tom Bernard escape room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it was like a $50,000 table. It's still here. Good. We couldn't move it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but I've done, I've done shows where people felt like they were in an escape room. So you don't have a lot of people walking you, though, do you? Eh, not so much anymore. I, I, I do. <laughs> not so much anymore. Okay. Oh no, I, I hold the record at Acme. Do you still really? Yeah. Well, no. Well, no one's ever done that before. It, it's it, it's. Uh, uh, I have to give the number. There was a 270 people in the audience that night, and by the time I got off stage, there were only 27 left. Why? Yeah. Uh, oh. Should I say it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they walk on you? I. Uh, it, it, I. I. Um. It, it was it was right after it was and I had done the joke two nights before it was before the it was ele- one joke one joke one joke <laughs> and, I, and I had done it two nights before and everyone thought it was funny and, yeah. and I said uh, uh, you know it was after Wellstone passed away uh, uh, and uh, and they, they they selected Walter Mondale uh-huh. and uh, and I said you know I I when I found out that Walter Mondale was, was taking his place to run in the election, I think I said what everybody in the country said is, isn't he dead too? Oh, <laughs> now come on. He's not, he's still alive. He's kicking. I know. I know, but nobody knew that. I mean, he kind of, after, after that humiliation. In, Twice. In, yeah. Uh, he just kind of, well, the, 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 you know, against Reagan. When, you know, oh, my God. Yeah, that, that landslide. He just kind of disappeared, and then nobody knew he was still around. Nobody knew Wait he was. He won Minnesota and D.C. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only place he won. Yeah. Well, well, that's only because Reagan didn't want to recount because yeah. <laughs> they, probably not they even said, accurate. you know, we've already embarrassed the guy enough. Yeah. Please let him have Minnesota. Boy, well, he, <laughs> he hates my guts, too. Who? Oh, Mondale? Mondale, yeah. Huh. Because he's a loser. I mean, he just is. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Walter, I pointed out you got your ass handed to. He's not my fault. Yeah, yeah twice. Yeah, twice. You got so, your ass handed to. He's my fault. 
So so anyway, on my, on uh, I I did it. I did a theater show on like on Sunday before the before the election, and uh, everyone loved it. And then on election night, when it was obvious that he wasn't gonna gonna win, I did the did the joke, and uh, just silence. Just nothing. do you think it was because of the Wellstone part of it, or was it oh, oh it was. It was all of it. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a. You know, when I did it before, it was just. You know, it was kind of an edgy joke. But it's like you know, oh, we know Mondale's gonna win, and then when he just got just got clobbered, it was there was there was no nothing funny to it whatsoever. Oh, come on, you and, uh, lost. Yeah, suck I know, it up. I know, yeah, I know. But the audience, they just uh, they just they, they just froze at that point, and they would not listen to another thing. And then eventually, they uh, they they started getting up and cashing their check and. And then, then at that point, when I realized that it wasn't going to get any better, then I, of course, dared the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to walk yeah. out. Yeah, I said, I'm not getting off that. I'm, I'm going to be the last oh, one out of this room tonight. But there were 27 people that thought it was funny as hell. But I don't really understand why you would get up. I don't understand. You know that part of the problem we have right now is, first of all, let me put it this way. Uh, so if Hillary had won, you'd go, God, you lost to Hillary? And if Trump wins... You lost to Trump? I mean, seriously, <laughs> look at it that way. Like, really? You lost to that loser? Ser- I, honestly, God, how anybody can get upset about that, I will never understand. But they're so bitter about that. Well, I actually, actually, it. I look at Gary Johnson and I say, how did yeah. you lose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, was he... What was it? What did he not know about Aleppo? Aleppo. It yeah, was but, Aleppo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you actually look at Google search history, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the 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 day after the day after that happened, the Google searches for Aleppo spiked oh, exponentially I bet. because didn't know. nobody knew what Aleppo no, was. Right. Yeah. It was the Syrian crisis. You're it was right. not Aleppo. It was a trick question. They yeah, set him up, and uh, in the defense of the media, he should have been prepped. Uh, a, a person who's actually running for the most powerful office in the world yeah. should have been prepped as to what Aleppo I is. I would agree. Well, who yeah. was the libertarian guy? He was a guy that was like pro pot, and he like pretended to have a heart attack on air. Yeah, that's him. That was, was that that's, a, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Oh, that's what we're talking about, I was yeah. thinking Jeff Johnson. No, no, Gary. Jeff Johnson ran for governor here. Go, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Gary. Oh, yeah. That was that was hilarious. Did you, did you see his heart attack? Did you see his fake yeah, heart attack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And somebody said, you know, there. You know, how can you legalize marijuana? It causes heart damage, and then he fakes a heart attack <laughs> and falls on the floor. And and and, and he, he lost me right there because I got okay. That's funny. But mm-hmm. then he gets up and sits down again. It's like, no, yeah, no, you yeah. stay there. You follow through. You on that stay there until you go to break. That's it. You don't. You don't move. You make the host have to have to have to fumble around. You you stay lying <laughs> that there. So great. Uh, that's how you you gotta you gotta commit to the joke. And I said, no, no. If you can't commit to the joke, there's no way you you should be president. Yeah. We shall take a break. Be right back. Another segment. Tim Slagle. He is at Acme tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. Two shows as well. Be right back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. 
I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable, and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. I say that about Tim Slagle all the time. He rocks my soul. That's right. All I the time, I say. I don't recognize this song. I don't either. Huh. Sound as great as hits. Is or it the really? The best of Eddie Money. That's the see, best of see, Eddie that's, Money. That's my point. <laughs> okay. they, they, to guy. fill up the whole album of greatest hits, they had to put on a song that none of us ever heard before. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, it would be uh, uh, an EP. Yes. I am surprised that some like really really odd rock star and, and Eddie would have been in that category had a plan to put out his like the greatest hits after he was dead and just call it tits up <laughs> would that be phenomenal that's the name of the album I, it'd be phenomenal think well, ahead you fools I, I often thought that, uh, that John Lennon faked his death because, because the songs that were on that last album were so perfect for a last album yeah they were that's, well that's a good point you don't you still think he did? No. I don't no, think I, so either. Yeah, I, I think Paul McCartney's still alive, too. I don't... I do, too. 28 <laughs> if, that's all I have to say. But John, do you think John did it just to get away from Yoko? <laughs> <laughs> that's a possibility, you know. Can you yeah. imagine living with her? Oh, God. Well, here, 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 here's, here's the thing. I'm, uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm actually pro-Yoko. Are you? Yeah, is I think Yoko got a bad rap because if you if you listen to a Yoko a, a Oko a Yoko Ono album, whatever it is, uh, it's it's indistinguishable from some of these alternate chicks today. That's true. It is uh, Yoko was doing Bajork before Bajork. Bajork. <laughs> no Bajork. That's actually very true. It is true, isn't it's, it? Uh, yeah, she was not. She was not as awful as everyone said. She was just way ahead of her time. Well, the Rock Lobster, they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, did yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. And also, you, you know, most people say John Lennon is the most respected Beatle. Well, if you respect him, at least respect you know the choice of the person that he committed to. You know, it's. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I. I think the real one, the, the the that skated, was Linda McCartney. She's dead. I know. How I know. do you skate being dead? No, no, but but, but I mean, it, it is, it, everyone says Yoko broke up the Beatles. Oh, Yoko was God. the worst thing. Yoko was, you know, uh, controlling and, and, you know, just untalented. And it's like all those things really apply to Linda McCartney. Have you ever heard her isolated oh, Yes, that's what I was going to That's where I was going next. Yeah, please don't. That's... You never heard of Brandon? No, I haven't. Oh, Eddie, if you could find oh, Hey man. Jude, 
the yeah. isolated vocals of Hey Jude. Was it Hey with Jude? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. what, what, was, what was she really doing with Wings? You know, Yoko was an artist before she met John Lennon, who was painter. still doing the yes. yeah, was still doing the same kind of crap. <laughs> Linda McCartney, Linda McCartney had no reason to be on stage with Paul McCartney and those other those other stellar mu- musicians. Yeah. She was Eastman Kodak. Was she? Yeah, I don't, she went to Eastman, yeah, huh. Kodak Company. Huh. I thought that was a myth. A lot of money, man. Yeah. Lots of money. Well, a lot more. I mean, you know. It's you... like, I love the tattoo. Carly Simon. No, I'm not that Simon and Schuster one. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, of course you're not. I love those fun facts, like how Mike yeah. Nesmith's mom's the one that ma- invented Whiteout. Out. <laughs> yeah, she invented Whiteout. Probably doesn't sell really well right about now. Well, actually, they created a new thing where you. It's like a strip. Like a strip. For like a... what? For whiteout, to yeah. it's like. Well, don't you want look at it on your monitor and then hit print? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, delete. For... Yeah, the, the, it's now called the delete key. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delete key. No, it's like a whiteout strip now instead of it being like liquid. Why liquid. would you need that though? I, I, I've done it for like if I'm xeroxing contracts, I use this strip because oh, you, if you have to you have to oh, take okay. if you have to take out an entire sentence. Right. Yep. 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 I. Uh, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. That needs to be redacted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, Chevy Chase. That's what I was going to say. Is uh, his last name is really Crane? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the, uh, the, the that uh, that bird that you see when you're taking a leak at the bar. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it says Crane right underneath yes. it. That's, yeah. that's his family. Oh, really? That's what I. Yeah. That's why he ch- picked up Chevy Chase because he didn't want to be the the urinal guy. What's his first name? Is it Chevy or is it? Something? I don't think so. Chevy Chase oh. Maryland. Named after the town, it's, it's probably you know it's probably one of those with those rich preppy names like Roquefort Chase uh, or, yeah. the third or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Cornelius. Yeah, there, so, there you go. There his real name is I wasn't Cornelius, that far off. No. <laughs> Cornelius Crane is his real name. Cornelius Crane oh. Chase. That's an awesome name. Cornelius. Oh, Chase is his last name then. Uh, Cornel- Cornelius Crane Chase. Is it really Chase, or maybe that's his middle name? His middle name is Chasworth. Maybe it's Cornelius Chasworth Gray. Apparently, his father was named Edward Chase. Okay. So it was the, but then the Crane. I don't know. Some, oh, he was adopted, I think. Or oh, he was adopted. I don't know. Yeah, that's what that's what too he much said. to read through in five yeah. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yes. Do you have yeah, any urine town? That's what that's uh, that's the Chevy Chase story. Yeah, exactly. urine town. <laughs> Why did he become so bitter all of a sudden? God, is he crabby now? All yeah. Well, well, I think because people realized he wasn't funny. Eventually, it hit him. Come on, eventually it took it took a while to, for, for it to hit everyone. I think everyone thought he was funny. They went, you know, he re- he really isn't. I, I never thought he was fun. I've never yeah, been exactly. a fan. Yeah, exactly. No. I don't think I don't think anyone was. Sometimes it takes people a while to something to dawn on them. You so, know, and his replacement for SNL was actually you know actually became huge. Uh, uh, you know, as Bill Murray. Right. Bill just, Murray came yeah, huge. Just yeah. huge. It's and like, they never got he's along. He's like he's iconic. Well, you know why would he? Because Bill Murray's iconic. Yeah. yeah it's, he is. Uh, I love any guy that's an actor, but you can get a hold of me, you have to call an 800 number. <laughs> they don't even have an agent. Did you know that's true? Yeah. yeah. Well, you remember. He has no agent. Bill Murray's first night on SNL, yeah, he, he apologized for it because yeah, it was did, so yeah. bad. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, he, he's an interesting guy, too. But, I mean, Bill Murray, he's been on the show a couple times. He's a pleasant guy. Mm-hmm. Didn't go out of his way to work real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of who he is anyway. Right. 
What do you think of this new guy on SNL that's probably never going to be on SNL? Did you hear about this one? No, I don't. Is it still on the air? Uh, <laughs> I have not, I have yes, not watched that show since Bill Billy Crystal was on it. Wow. It's uh, <clears throat> the the first uh, show this season. Eddie Murphy will be the host for oh, the okay. first time. Oh, is Eddie Murphy? Oh, that'll be worthwhile. Yeah. I thought it was Billy Bob Thornton. No, well, they, Eddie they, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. It is because it's sure? all it's all about that new special that he's going to have. When, oh, it is okay. Yeah. Are you talking about Pete Davidson? No, I'm talking about Chad Ellis or something like that. Pete Davidson looks to me like the annoying orange. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really does. Well, yeah. Every time I the see him, I go, "Oh my God, orange. you are the annoying orange." I love that. Let's well, see. That's. Astute is what that's what that is right there. I no, there's a there's a guy that's going on SNL. His first night's supposed to be tomorrow night, except they found a podcast. He's sitting there talking to his podcast buddy, and he refers to effing chinks, Hmm. Uh, and he refers to the big F for gay men. He refers. Oh yeah, he. I don't think he's going to make the cut. Wow. And he said he's just doing it to bring to bring humor. Back to the people. Huh. So I don't know how effing chinks brings you back to the people. <laughs> I, don't, but, I, I don't know. Oh, you know, I wanted to see a breakfast at Tiffany's, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's Shane yeah. Gillis. Shane Gillis, there yeah. you go. So what did he say? You can't read what he said, even. It just says there's a video clip of Shane using anti-Asian racial, racial slurs that resurfaced on Twitter. But it's so. anti, anti-Asian, anti-gay, anti-everybody. Let me open the article, see if they get more in-depth. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if he's... I've never even heard of him. Yeah. I haven't either. Well, that's the way it is with most Saturday Night Live characters. Yeah, you don't true. hear about them until they, yeah. until, mm-hmm. they, until they get their catchphrase. Right. Yep. And I once had... they get their catchphrase, uh, and their movie deal based on the catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's Chevy Chase. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty much how we got all his stuff. I was sent a clip... I don't know when it was a couple of years ago. I don't remember what even happened. But that, was it Kate somebody? She's on Saturday Kate, Night Live. Kate. McKinnon? Kate McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, just, they said, I sent this to you just to annoy the piss out of you. <laughs> She's sitting down, dramatically playing the piano, singing Hallelujah. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> He was right. It annoyed the shit out of me. He was absolutely right about that. What, I, what was that? I, uh, it was just. It, it, it was. It was. You know, just a just collective crying. Yeah, it's crying. Like a, right. Half of America was crying for a, at least a week. Some of them still are. What was I think. it though? I don't remember what happened that made her sing Hallelujah. Oh, Trump was elected. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trump was found guilty of felonious retention of the glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, she was you know, that's as... an Uncle Timmy line right there. Yeah, she was dressed up as Hillary when yeah. she did it. Yeah. Because oh, Hillary lost. Yeah, and no one could, no one could find Hillary. <laughs> it's a, right. There was a cartoon I saw. I still love this. It's a, it's a guy, you know, the bomb suit that the guys, you know, like in the, you know Iraq had to use if they got to go defuse a bomb. It's this, just this huge sure. robotic thing with a mask. And, right. and uh, it's a person in one of those suits, and it said, they finally picked an aide to deliver the news to Hillary that she lost. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think they took it so hard? I, I don't really understand because she the, she was going to be the first female president. Right. Is that no, what it was? They thought they, 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 they had it in the back. Right. They thought right. there was they absolutely took, took no the co- way 
I mean, right. Newsweek had printed up the cover. That has not really? been done since Dewey Truman. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, Madam President. Yeah, yeah they, they had President. the cover printed up already. They took the whole thing for for granted. Yeah. You can't ever do that. It was it was just like an upset. It was like a last minute upset that they. Well, well the funny, the one of the last funny bits on Saturday Night Live was right after Trump was elected. Oh, was it? It was. Um, it was a party post-election and a bunch of white people sitting in a room just losing their minds, this, that, and the other. And Dave Chappelle walks in. Ooh, I like it. And he's just kind of standing there and, they, and these people were making comments. And then all of a sudden Chris Rock walks in and they continue to listen to these people. This is the worst thing ever in this country. There's been no greater problem and, oh, oh, and all those two guys oh. <laughs> all those two guys they would sit there I mean, stood there and looked at each other and laugh at each other <laughs> laugh to each other this is much worse than slavery <laughs> 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 oh my god you know there was that slavery thing that was that big deal but, oh god I, I, I can't but I can't even watch it anymore I just I wish they would all shut up and stop wasting our money I th- I think what happens with Saturday Night Live I think uh, uh, is that everyone thinks that whoever it was whoever the cast was when they were in college is the best yeah. ever mm-hmm. yeah and I think what it is it's because yeah, right. it's because you're in college you're at the dorm you don't have any money so what do you do you you smoke the bong uh, yeah. order a pizza and yeah. laugh at and laugh at Saturday Night Live and, and that 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 indelibly imprints that that was the funniest Saturday Night Live ever then you, you get a job you don't watch it as much you you lose touch with who the characters are and then it's yeah. it's it's uh, no, oh this wasn't as funny as is uh, you know that and that's that's what i found is you can pretty much tell yeah, when somebody was in college by when they think you know it's uh, everyone my age think it's you know the the original cast well here you go simpsons is the same way the simpsons the, the simpsons got bad as soon as they turned like 21 22 or something like that i think it was good no matter what age they I are i love now, the simpsons to this I, day i do too but <clears throat> i just love this a simpsons. lot of people it's like oh, it was it was only good when i was a teenager huh. okay full full disclosure here <laughs> Because I only went to college for one day. I've never thought Saturday Night Live was fun. <laughs> the one, that's not true. One year with Christopher Guest, Billy Crystal, that year I thought was very funny. The rest of it, I never liked the original cast. Now, Dan Aykroyd's a nice guy. We have Maughan all the time and all the rest of it. and They were, they were fine. It just wasn't funny. It, it, what it was is they were really funny moments. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, uh, like, I, yeah, like, the, like the Bassomatic. Was, that was, was funny. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and right. and what, what it is is you just remember those funny moments. You don't remember the, the, the other 90 minutes, I think it yeah. was originally. Is it still 90 oh, minutes? That, 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 that surrounded that, that two minutes of funny. How do you, as a person who appears on stage, watch that show and go, would you wrap this bit up? I know. <laughs> Jesus, it's going on and on and on. What I'm curious is they actually do two, they do, they actually do two shows on Saturday. They do, they do an early show, and then they do uh, 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 the actual taping. And on the early show... It's much longer. It's like oh. it's like it's like two and a half hours, oh. and and they take out all the all the stuff that really didn't work. So yeah. I am wondering I when, when I watch one of these was. shows, it's like, what the hell did you cut? This is the good stuff. <laughs> right, we only got but less than one minute left, so I got to bring this up and ask you this question as well, Stephen King. 
appears on the Stephen Colbert show and says the senator from Maine, the Republican senator from Maine, has got to go. Why don't you learn how to edit your books and then get back to me? <laughs> 1,100 pages of that crap, and you're going to tell us who should stay and who should go? Spy Magazine said in reference to uh, Dances with Wolves that Kevin Costner confused an inability to edit with an epic. <laughs> It's a great line right there. Tim Slagle, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows at Acme Comedy Club. Great to see you again, as always. Always a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks. Love you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you Monday with the family. 